We begin today the Gemara on Dafheya Medalef, about 10 lines from the top of the page. Zakta Gemara, Rabbi Yechenen, Kimoti Lahaikra, when Rabbi Yechenen came to the following Posig, Bochi. So he cried. The Posig says, Vatisiseni boy, Levalechinam. You have persuaded me to swallow him up for no reason. This refers to the Yetzahara, which comes and is Makatrik and persuades the Eivishter about things that the people do that are not good. So he said, Eved, Sherabe Mesisinloi. A servant that his master could be persuaded, Vinissus, and he becomes persuaded. Takana Yashloi. Is there any way that he can help himself? Rabbi Yechene Kimoti Lahai Kra, when Rabbi Yechene came to the following Posig, Bachi would also cry. He said, Heim Bigdoish of Loyam, and David says, even in the ones that are holy, I also do not trust them, I don't believe in them. Meaning that a person, as long as he's alive in this world, it's possible that he will not continue being a tzaddik. Similar to what it says that Al Tamim Batzbachad Yem so he said, If the Ebesher does not even trust those that are holy, so So who does he trust? So the Gemara brings an incident in connection to this. One day, Rabbi Yechenen was going on his way. So he saw this individual, he was collecting figs. He left those that were ripe. and He took the figs that were not ripe. Amalei, so Rabbi Yechenen said to him, Lav haini mali tfei, mailan tfei, aren't the ones that are ripe better? They're, they're good to eat right now? Amalei, so he answered him, Hani l'orcha b'inon. I'm taking these figs, I need them for later to take them on the way. So Hani notron, these figs are going to stay fresh for later, and v'hani lo'i notron. And the figs that are ripe now are not going to remain fresh, they're going to become, uh, they're going to rot later. So Omar, when he saw this, so he said, This is the passage that we quoted before that says, That even those that are holy, the Ebesher does not trust them. So Rashi explains, meaning that even when you see someone that is young, but it looks like he's already ripe, and he's already a tzaddik, he's a kodesh, but nevertheless, the Ebesher does not trust him, and he could go sour, he could rot later, and therefore, the Ebesher could take away his life. Dr. Gemara, any, but is this true? But Vahu, Talmide, the Havibish, Vuse, the Rabbi Alexandri. There was this student that was in the area of Rabbi Alexandri. Vishoche, when he passed away, Adezutter, when he was young. Avamar, Rabbi Alexandri said, Iboy, Haimer Abonon, if this student wanted, Havachaya, he would have lived. In other words, he wasn't going in a good way, and therefore the Abisha took away his life. Now, if it's true, like we said before, that even someone that's holy, the Abisha doesn't trust, and it's possible that he passes away, maybe at that point he was a tzaddik, but nevertheless, the Abisha did not trust him, and the Abisha took away his life. This student, Rabbi Alexandri, knew that he was not from those Kedoshim, but rather he was someone that was Mevayed Bar he went against his teachers, and therefore he deserved to pass away. When Rabbi Yechenin came to the following Posik Bachi, he cried. The Posik says, And I will bring you to judgment. And I will be very quickly a witness against you. Those that do Kishiv and those that are Menaif, inappropriate relationships. Swearing falsely. And those that do not pay workers on time. So he said about this Posik, a servant that his master brings him to judgment. And also is very quick about saying testimony against him. Is he any way that he could help, help himself? Another thing Rabbi Yechenim ben Zakkai pointed out about this Pasik. 
Oilanu wotas shashaka lalenu akasov kaleis kechamurais. That in this pasuk we see that the Eved makes equivalent lighter avedis with much more severe avedis because you have over here mechashvim umenafim, which are terrible things, and then afterwards it says oishkis chasachir, which is something which is much lighter, not paying a worker on time. And nevertheless, the pasuk says that the Eved judges for both equally. Amar eishlakish leishlakish said kolamate dinoy shall get. A person that tilts the judgment or the justice of a ger and he doesn't judge him justly. It's like he's judging the Eibishter, not justly. Because in the continuation of that Pasuk it says, that he tilts the judgment of a ger not to be justice. And so he dashin, it says, the Eibishter is speaking about himself, that this is like you're judging me inappropriately. Said about this. Also, going on the continuation of that Pasik, so on the conclusion there it says, by a person that doesn't have Veda and he regrets it. The immediately forgives him for this. Because the Pasik says, and they do not fear me. But if they do fear me, the Abishter immediately forgives them. Rabbi Yechenen, Kimati Lahaikra Bachi, Rabbi Yechenen, there's another Pasik when he came to it, he cried. Kies Kalmaisa Lekim, Yavi Bimishpat, that all the things that a person does, the Abishu brings to judgment, I'll call Nelam, and all the things that are Nelam from a person, that are hidden from a person. What does this mean? Eved, a servant, Sharabai Shaikil Ashkogis Kizdainis, that his master considers to be equal, whether things that he did that are Shaigik, that's what Nela means, things that were hidden from him and he didn't realize, and things that was Dainis, the actions that he did that were Bemazid. And the Abishad judges equally. Takana Yashloi, could he fix this? My al kol nelam. Now the Gemara is darshan. According to Rashi, the Gemara is darshan. The word kol nelam that a person is judged for everything. What is this everything? A marav, even the tiniest thing, like you 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 uh, annoyed another person, which is If you kill a lice in front of your friend, and he got disgusted by it. Person that spits in front of his friend, vinimas, and the friend was disgusted. Even such a tiny thing, the Eibush judges you for this. My imtoiv v'imra. In the end of that pasuk, there it says that Eivishu judges the person for the good and for the bad. Why is a person being judged for things that he did, which are good? Amri de Rabbi So they said in the yeshiva of Rabbi Yanai, "Zanoisin tzedakah This is a person that gives tzedakah to a poor person in public, and he embarrasses him. Kihad Rabbi Yanai, Chaziyala Ogavra. Rabbi Yanai saw this individual, the kayav zuzaloni b'fahesya. He gave someone tzedakah very publicly. It's better you shouldn't have given him from now that you did give him, because you embarrassed him. The Berabshila Amri, Berabshila, they said, what's the good that a person is uh, judged for? A person that gives stock to a woman privately. He brings her to be, people should be suspicious about her that she's having a relationship with him. This is a person that sends meat to his wife on Erev Shabbos to prepare, and it's right before Shabbos, and there's no time to take out the chaylev, the fats that are not permitted, and he's being machshel her to serve it in a way that it's not kosher. So the Gemara asks about this, but Rava would send the meat to his house, to his wife, right before Shabbos to prepare and take care of. 
So the Gemara answers, Shani, Bas Rav Chista, Rav was married to the daughter of Rav Chista. So the daughter of Rav Chista is different, the Kimla, the Kimla Begava, the Bekiya. Because he knows that she was very proficient in the halachas, exactly which fats has to be taken out and which don't. So therefore it could rely on her even out of Shabbos. <coughs> Another pasuk here, Rabbi Yechonin Kimoti like Rabbi Bachi. When Rabbi Yechonin came to the following pasuk, he also cried, "Vahoya, kisim tzena oisay rois rabbis v'tzaris." There will be a time when it will be found by you bad things and tzaris. So what does this mean? Eved sherabbi mamtziloi rois v'tzaris. A servant that is teacher, his, his master that is, brings him rois and tzaris both. Takana yashloi. There's anything that he could do about this? So the Gemara explains, my rois v'tzaris. What does it mean when it says rois and sores? <coughs> Sorry. Omarav rois shenaset sores We're talking about bad things that happen to a person that are at sore one to another. They disturb one another. What does this mean? Kagaizibura vaakriva. Person that got a bite from a bee, from some kind of a bee, and then he got a bite from a scorpion. So now he has a big problem, as Rashi explains, because <coughs> in order for a person to heal himself from a bite, of a uh, bee, so you have to have, you have to soak it in hot water. And to save yourself from the bite of a, a, a again, from, from a scorpion that is, it's hot water, because a scorpion is cold. And uh, from the bite of this bee, it has to be in, in uh, cold water. So now you can't heal yourself, because you can't, you can't heal it, not in cold water, not in hot water, because they're con- contradiction to one another. Shmuel Lama, Shmuel says, going back, according to Rashi, <coughs> Sorry, when it says Shmuel Amar, this goes back to the Pasuk before, when it says that David should judge a person even for what's good. What does this mean? This is a person that he does not see to it that a poor person should have food to eat and, and on a regular day. But then when this person is mamish, only then when he's mamish pressed, he has zero, then he comes and, and gives him money. There's a saying, people say, Money for tvua, the word alala means tvua, to buy just grain, to be able to feed on a regular day, for that this person doesn't have. But then on a time when he has mamish zero and people start having rachmanas on him and they give him money, so here he even has extra money to hang extra grain on his basket. <laughs> what it means the Pasik in Parshish Nitzavim where it says I'll be angry on that day I will leave them and I will hide my face from them anybody that does not experience this has to upon him is not from Klal Yisrael because it goes on all the Yidin whoever does not experience what it says over there in the end of that Pasuk that the Goyim will consume and take from the Yidin their money and so on he's not part of Klal Yisrael so the Gemara says now the students that Rabbanon said to Rabbanon we don't see by you by the Master no Hester Ponim and also we don't see how Goyim come and consume and take away from your possessions. So how are you included in this Pasik? Amalahu, so he answered them and said, Mia Disu Malka. Do you know privately how much money I send to pay off Shwar Malka that they shouldn't bother me? So that that's so they weren't aware of this. Now the Gemara says, Afilahachi, even after all of this, because the Rabbanon Put their eyes at him and they sort of in other words they, they, they thought 
that he was not being affected by the government of taking money from him. So in between, what happened was, Shadr the Beishver Malke Vegarbu. They sent a messenger from the, from Shver Malke and they took away everything from him. So we see when the Rabbanon look at something, even if it wasn't necessarily true, nevertheless, it has a very strong effect. Any place where the Chachamim put their eyes in something in a negative way, that could bring either death or poverty. It says, Vaita there in the Pasuk and Parshish Nitzavim, Vahanoichi, Haster, Aster, Pane, by Yemuhu, the Abishu says, I will hide myself on that day. Amar Rav, so Rav says, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Abishu says, Apapisha, Starti, Panai, Mayhem, even though I will hide my face from them, but nevertheless, Bechaloim, Adabibai. But in a dream, I will still speak and I will still reveal myself to them. Rashi says, the diak is by yoyim, only by daytime. But by night, and in a vision by night, the Abishu still comes and repairs. Yosef, Amar of Yosef says, The Abish's hand is still stretched out on us, even in that time when there's a concealment. Shanel, as the Pasik says, With the shadow of my hand, I cover you. So the Gemara brings an incident about this. Rabbi Shua ben Hananya have a koi be keser. Rabbi Shua ben Hananya was in front of the keser. So this Apikaitis that was standing there in front of the king made a signal to him that was saying, you're a nation that its master has turned away his face from you. Achvilei, Rabbi Shur ben Hanani responded to him and signaled back to him, that the Abish's hand is still stretched out over us. So the cases saw these signaling to one another. So he asked Rabbi Yeshua, what did he signal to you? So he said, He was telling me that the Abish turned his face away from us. And I signaled to him, that his hand is, is uh, the Abish's hand is still stretched out over us. Then they said, the ministers by the king there said to this min, this apikaitis, do you know what Rabbi Shur Machananya, again, what did you actually, what did you signal to Rabbi Shur Machananya? So he said, I signaled to him, that the Abish turned away his face from them. And then, do you know what he signaled back to you? So he said, no, I don't know. Amru, so the minister said, Gavre de Loyoda, my machfile, a person that doesn't know what they're signaling to him, with a signal, he doesn't even understand that such a kind of thing, so he should be making these signals in front of a king, such a foolish person, he should be making these kinds of motions and signals in front of a king. Afku, they took him out, and they killed him. This is a Gemara that's quoted, the Rebbe quotes it very often in Chassidus, that a person that makes any kind of signals in front of a king is Chayv Misa. It's interesting because in the actual story of the Gemara here, it seems like the Pshat is that he was killed because, not stand because he made a signal, but because he was such a foolish person that he couldn't understand these kinds of signals. And what is he doing standing in front of the king? But in Chassidus, it's always quoted as that the, the Merida B'malchos, just, just Epesamitzias, that you're making any signal in front of the king, that itself is a mechai of a person misa. Who did the kill that? Huh? Who was killed? This uh, apikaitis. Yeah. Yeah. The Gemara says, "Vaytenaki kanicha nafshed Rabbi When Rabbi Shua ben Chananya was passing away, Omru le Rabbanon. The Rabbanon said to him, "My tavelam apikarsin." Ha! What are we going to do now with all these apikarsin, with ba- which bother us with all these questions? So Rabbi Shua ben Chananya was the one that always would answer them. Amalehem. So he said to them, "It says a pasuk of the eitzam ibanim." 
when the advice, when the understanding goes away from the children, so then their wisdom also goes sour. So you don't have to worry, they're not going to ask you any questions. Because once Eitzah goes away from the children, from the Yidin, so the Chachma amongst the nations of the world also is sour. Or he brought a different postic. It says that Yaakov said that I will travel and I will go in Nekdecha corresponding to you. So Yaakov and Esav, he's, he's, he's following Yaakov, they're going to travel one corresponding to the other. So it's the same thing also with Yidin and Goyim. That whatever Chachma there's by Yidin, then there's by Goyim. If not, not. Rabila was climbing the ladder, going up to the yeshiva or to the place where Rabbi Bashila was learning. He heard a child that was reading the following pasuk where it says, "Kihine creates the mountains, and he creates the spirit." And the Abisha tells the person all of his, all everything that he was talking in this world, all even his idle chatter. Omar, so Rabila, when he heard this, he said, Evet, Sharabi Magidloi Masichai, a servant that his master could tell him everything he says, Takana Yashloi, is there any way that he could help himself? My Masichai, what does this mean that the master tells him everything that he speaks in this world? Marav, Rav explained, even an extra idle chatter, Shabain Ishli Ishtai, that there is between a wife and a husband, Magidim Loyal. The Abishra is going to come and repeat it back to you and tell you and, and judge you for this, of things that you said that were not appropriate. After he passes away. So we see from this that this idle chatter between husband and wife is, is not appropriate. So the Gemara asks him this, any is this true? But we have the following story. There was a story with Rav Kahana. He went and he was lying under the bed of Rav. Vishamei and he heard the sach v'tzachak v'asetzrachav. He heard Rav was speaking in idle chatter and he was laughing and he did. He had the matter of relations. And Omar, so Rav Kahana said, "Domi pumi de Rav." The mouth of Rav is like a commander like Tom letavshila, like a person that didn't taste his food forever. The way he was talking. So now Rav heard that Rav Kahana is there. Omale Kahana puk Kahana go out of here. Lav oirachara. This is not customary for you to be here now. So we see that even Rav himself spoke this way. So it must be that it's okay. So the Gemara answers, like, Kashi, this is not a question. In a case that he has to appease his wife, and this is allowed. And if he does not have to appease her, and it's extra, so then he's going to be judged for this. It says, ah, we had this Gemara in Baruchis, and I think it says over there that uh, that he says that, uh, that he's, yeah, he has to see what, uh, what, what, what has to be done. The Ebishtu says, if you're not listening to me, in hiding, I, my soul cries with Nei Geva, because of Geva, because of their greatness, because of their Gaiva. So the Gemara explains what this means. has a place, and it's called Mistarim, a hidden place. So that's uh, what it means when we start him here. And what does it mean with Pnei Geva? Omer Rav Shmuel by Yitzchak, Pnei Gavosan, Shei Yisrael, Shei Nitna Mehem, Venitna Leiv Dekechavim. The Ebeshter cries because of the greatness of Yidin that's taken from them and given to the Goyim. Rav Shmuel by Nachmeni, Omer, Pnei Gavosan, Shei Malchus Shemayim. The Ebeshter cries because of the greatness of, of the Kingdom of Heaven that was also taken, Shei Nitla Debachad, that was taken from them. Is the Kaviyochel a concept of crying by the Ebeshter? Rav Papa. Rav Papa said, There's no depression, there's no crying by the Ebishter. 
that the splendor and beauty by the Abishter, and there's only strength and uh, and happiness by the Abishter's place. Answers the Gemara like Hashi. It's not a question. And in the inner chambers, there is crying by the Abishter, but in the outer chambers, there isn't. And even in the outer chambers, you're going to say that there's no thing of crying. But Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, The announced on that day to cry and to eulogize and so on. So we see that this is something that the announces even in the outer chambers, even openly. And the is crying. And says the Gemara, Shani Chorben Beis Hamikdash. The Chorben Beis Hamikdash is different. The Afila Malachi Shalim Bachu. Even the Malachim of peace, they also cried. Shanema Hein Ereilim Tzaku Chutzah Malachi Shalim Mariv Koyin. They cried bitterly. So that's different by the time of the Beis Hamikdash. It says over there in the pasuk, Vidamoya Tidma Vateded Eni Dima. That there's tears and the tears are coming down. Kinishba Eider Hashem. Because the Eider Hashem, the the Yidden, the, 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 that are called Eider Hashem, were captured. What does this mean? Omer Abelazar Shaloish Dumois Halalu Lama. What is the expression of three times tears that it says in this pasuk? Why is the Eibush crying here three times? Achas Hamikdash Rishe, one for the first base of Mikdash. Achas Hamikdash Sheni, the second for the second base of Mikdash. Va'achas Ayisrael Shagolim Mikayim, and the third time for the Yidden that were exiled from their home, from their place in Eretz Yisrael. Another pshat here is Achas al Bittel Teira. The third time is for the Bittel Teira that Eibush sees in the world. The one that says that it's the Yidin that were exiled, so that's understood. The Yidin are captured and they were exiled. But according to the opinion that says that the Abish cries the third time for Bittel Teireh, how is Bittel Teireh connected to this that it says that the Yidin are captured? When Yidin are being exiled from their place, there's no greater bittel teira than this that Yidin can't learn teira properly. We learned there are three individuals that Eibush cries on them every day. One is someone that can learn teira and he doesn't. And also, and someone that can't learn Taita and does. That's a simple translation of the Gemara, which is a little bit difficult to understand. Why would they wish to cry for someone that can't learn Taita, but he pushes himself to learn anyways? So the Marsha, huh? No, no. So the Marsha says that the Pshat in the Gemara is actually different. When it says over here, someone that could learn Taita, the Eina Isik, what it means is not that he doesn't learn Taita. It doesn't say It says It means he doesn't do anything. This is a person that could learn Taira, and instead he does nothing. He doesn't learn Taira, and he doesn't even go to work either. He stops sitting and doing nothing. That's what Eibush is crying for. And when it says what it means is he can't learn Taira. Why can't he learn Taira? Because he gets himself busy with all kinds of other things that distract him. And therefore, when it says here, it means he keeps himself busy with other things and he doesn't learn Taita. Not that he learns Taita. Adarabi, he gets himself busy with other things. Taita, the third thing, and a person that's a leader in a Tzibur and he, uh, he's, he's haughty and he, uh, he takes advantage of his position of leadership over the people. Rabbi was holding the Sefer Kinnis of Eicha in his hands. He was reading from it. When he came to the Pasuk where it says, That the Debeshter threw it down from heaven. So the Sefer Eicha that he was holding in his hands fell down. Omar, he said, This Pasuk is saying that the Debeshter threw the Eden down from a high rooftop to a deep pit. 
Masha says that Rebbe was probably standing in a high place and the Sefer that he was holding fell down very low to a deep place. And that's why he said this expression. This is the source of the famous expression that's brought to this all the time regarding the Neshama coming to the world. They went together on the way. They arrived to a certain city. Amri, so they said, Is there some time with Chachem here that we can talk with him in learning? Nezel, v'nekapol, apay, we want to go and, uh, and be makab upon him to go and uh, receive him. Amri, so they told them, Yes, there is a time with Chachem here. And he's blind. You sit here. Do not be easy about the fact that you're the Nasi and it's not befitting for you to go and visit him. I will go and I will greet this Tamad Chacham that's blind. But what happened? Rebbe grabbed onto Rabchia and he went along with him to this, uh, to this Tamad Chacham that was blind. And then when they were getting ready to depart from him, so he benched Rebbe and Rabchia as follows. You came and greeted a face that could be seen, but cannot see you. You should merit. You should come and merit to greet the Abishra's face that he sees you and the and Abishra can't be seen. This is the brach he gave them. So Amalei, so Rabbi said to Rabbi Eicha Hashra, look at this now. You would have held back from me this brach if I wouldn't have joined you. Amrulei, so they, the students said to Rebbe, Miman Shmielach, from who did you hear about this? How did you know that it would be so important for you to go and greet this Tamad Chacham? From here, where did you hear this, that, that this is so, uh, such a big Maila? So he answered them, Mipirke, the Rabbi Yaakov Shmielei. I heard this from the Drosh of Rabbi Yaakov. The Rabbi Yaakov ish Kfar Chitaya. Rabbi Yaakov, he was a person that lived in a village Chitaya. He would go and greet his teacher every single day. <laughs> Kikosh, when he became older, it was difficult for him to go. Omalei, so his teacher told him, Don't have so much pain to come and greet me every day, because you can't. Omalei, so Rav Yaakov answered him, Is it, is it nothing for you in the, your eyes, small to you in your eyes? This is what it says by the Rabbanon, That they live forever. They will not see shachas, which means gehenim. That they see the chachamim when they pass away. So what does this mean? He said, If a person that sees chachamim, he sees the face of a tamad chacham after he passes away. So he lives, he'll live forever and not go into gehenim. In their lifetime, how much more so if I have the opportunity to come and greet you, I'm going to come every single day. Ravidi, the father of Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, have a ragel, so his, he was customary to have a ozel tlose yarchi borche. He would travel three months on the road, and v'chad yoyme b'beirav, and he was only one day in the yeshiva to learn, and then he would travel three months back home. So Rashi actually says that he would leave his house right after Pesach, and he would travel three months, and then he would be there for a day and come back home. Six months he would be away from home, and he would come back home for Sukkot. And Marshal adds to that, so that means that Shavuos he actually was not home. He was home for Pesach and Sukkot. Rashi said to be Misameach, his wife, a Yantav, but Shavuos he wasn't home according to Rashi. So the Gemara says, They refer to him as the student of the yeshiva of one day. This is an expression that this is where it comes from in the Gemara. So he felt very bad about this nickname they gave him. 
He said about himself, I became a, a joke by my friends. I beg of you, don't be angry about this and this will bring punishment to the, to the other students that are mocking you. So to calm down the other students to realize the big mile of Rav Idi that traveled and only for one day. So he went and he darshan vidarash. It says as follows: that is in me They seek me every single day and they look to know my ways. So what does this mean? They only seek the Eibushter by day and not by night. So what does this mean? This comes to say, person that learns Torah just even just one day of the year, like this Rav Yidi, the travel to come just one day. Eibushter says, I consider it as if he's learning Torah the entire year. So one day goes against the whole year. V'chein b'midas puranis, he's find also in the negative. The chesiv, the pasuk says by the meraglim, b'mispar ayamim ashetartem is aaretz. The number of days that you went to go to Eretz Yisrael, which were forty days, so corresponding to that, even they're going to be forty years in the midbar. So the question is, v'chiyav baram shana chatu. So did they sin for forty years? They didn't go to the Eretz Yisrael for forty years. They went there for forty days. So the same thing. This comes to tell you, person that does aveira even one day in a year, so then it's as if he was aveira every single day of the year, and therefore it was forty years. And the same thing also in the good. A person comes to learn Torah one day. So it's as if he learned Taita the entire year. But apparently it's only if he's traveling the entire year to get there to learn Taita for that day.